Blake Rafino with us Wednesdays. Blake, let's just start with Walker Howard. Anything new there? What's the latest? The latest uh, well, first off, good morning, Bill. I think the latest is a lot of people think he's turning towards uh, the lane train and Ole Miss. Um, Bill, what I'd tell you is there's, you know, I don't think LSU is giving up without with, with him in reference to getting him back necessarily um but I, I, if i had to pick right now i would say on this but i'm not going to count out lsu at the current moment just because i think that they're trying to smooth some things out with him um but it's it's not looking good for for a return to lsu but i i tell you bill i mean he's a really good quarterback i i, I don't i wouldn't like as an lsu fan I would not like him going to Ole Miss. I think he fits Lane's system really well. It's a kid that can run, kid that can throw, and can be deadly accurate. Uh, but, but I, I think that the ultimate thing came down to, if you're Brian Kelly, what do you do? Now, personally, I would have wanted Walker to stay and maybe one of the other guys leave. The problem with that, though, is is when you have a guy like Garrett Nussmeyer that throws – for 300 yards and a half against Georgia, the national champion, it's hard, and then goes out in the bowl game and does what he does, it's hard to tell a kid like that to walk. So I think that there was – I don't think. there They were all told to come back and compete. Walker went in the portal. And, and that's – and, Bill, the crazy thing about that is that, you know, Jamie Howard, who is his dad, played quarterback at LSU. This, I mean, this whole thing has been very wide open – from a communication standpoint, from a fan base to to coaching staff to them. So, I mean, they're not shying away from what they're letting be known. So, from what it's been told is Brian Kelly told them to come to compete. And they're not, being, they're not shy in saying what happened here. So, I think it's a little bit interesting. But we'll see what he chooses. A lot of people thought he would have chose uh, Ole Miss within the last last two days. That has not happened. Um, so let's see if LSU did do something, but I don't feel confident there yet. You told me that yesterday. You told me that LSU wasn't necessarily eliminated. They're still trying to work on this. But you're saying you don't like the percentages for LSU. I don't – yeah, I don't like the percentages because – I don't think anything's going to necessarily change. I don't think that he's going to, you know, I still think he's going to have to come and compete. Now, can they offer him more reps at number two? Sure. But, I mean, if my, the thing that I think LSU has tried to sell here is, well, I mean, you might beat out Jackson Dart, and really probably would, but you might beat him out, but you're still having to go compete. And you're, you were okay with saying and being the number two guy. What's the difference now? What's the difference in coming in here and competing? I, I just don't think that they like that not having the assurance. And, Bill, or, I mean, can you get – I mean, at the end of the day, can you can you really give them an assurance that he will be the number two guy when, again, as I just mentioned, Jared Nussmeyer's dump – Bill, he's thrown for over 500 yards in two weeks. And he's only he, – he hasn't – he has not started – and he had, and he's only played really and truthfully, let's just say a half of football, okay? Maybe a little bit more than a half of football. So, 
I, I mean, Garrett ha- Garrett Nussmeyer has gone out there and let it rip. Now there was some talk. There was some talk, Bill, earlier if, if Garrett were to hit the portal from some people that I, you know, I trust, you know, that, you know, Georgia might have gotten into the mix if he would. Like, there's a lot of people that wanted Nutsmeyer if he hit the portal. So, I mean, there there's a give and take here. I just don't understand, I guess, for me, maybe a little too old school of not competing. But, I mean, in the new age of the portal and quarterbacks, I guess it doesn't really matter anymore. Blake Rafino with us every Wednesday. Tom in Myrtle Beach says, and this is asked Blake, I personally believe LSU's biggest issue was the run game. Daniels was the leading rusher on the team with almost double the yards of Williams and Kane. Who emerges next season to fix this? I don't think the running game was an issue, Bill. They ran for 2,600 rushing yards. We posted this yesterday, so you, the time can go and look at, you know, on our Twitter they ran for 2,600 rushing yards. Bill, they have 25, around roughly 2,500 yards returning. Jane Daniels only accounted for 33%. Now, Bill, that a lot of people would say, well, that's a lot from a quarterback, and I and I get you. But then you've got to go and look at some of the other statistics from other teams, meaning, look, you still have Stetson Bennett with 10 rushing touchdowns. You can go to the Cam Newton and Tim Tebow years where they ran the football. You can look at Kyler Murray and the percentages there. I think that their running game was really strong. Now, here's here's the interesting part. LSU has a five-star uh, tackle coming in as the Lantar Bill. I think he's going to play right away. I think they're going to put him at right tackle and put Emory Jones, who was a true freshman that started right tackle, who had no business playing that. He'll move into right guard. Bill, there's a statistic that I and, – and, and, and something that I subscribe to. And the Pro Football Focus does this a little bit, but a team that has more – them four, four or five guys that have starts underneath their belt returning. The running game does usually produce 25% more yardage from one year to the next. So from this past year to the next year, historically you can expect 25% more rushing yards than what you had a season ago. Now, my point in saying that, Bill, if they, if they do that, they're going to rush for 3,000 yards and then pass for maybe another 3,000 so, I mean, they're going to be very balanced. In reference to who emerges, Frank Wilson's always done this. Bill, if you remember in the Les Miles days, they didn't have one centric back. The reason that LSU literally went, I think, what was it, a seven, eight-year span with 13, 14 running backs drafted is because they split a lot of reps. I don't think that there's going to be one guy with Frank Wilson that's going to emerge. They rotate a lot. That's just how he does things. But, Bill, you've got to give him credit. They've had more – under Frank Wilson, who's one of the best recruiters of in LSU's history, if not the best, has more running backs drafted from LSU than any other position group at in that same time span that the coach has been there. So, I, that's just how he does things. I don't know if there's just going to be one dude. Now, can there be one? Yes. Do I think there will be one, Bill? No, I do not. Sam Dogg in Georgia asked Blake what his report card grades are for the offense, defense, and special teams. If spring practice is tutoring, what do the Tigers need to work on? Special teams, D+. Plus. Brian Pullen has got to figure some things out. Now, Bill, they add 24 kids uh, in midterm enrollees. Bill, for, for the first time, they're getting back to the 85 scholarship limit. I think special teams, because, you know, is going to be fine there. Aaron Anderson comes in. 
No, I, I give them a B plus around the board. I think that there was, you know, offense and defense. I think that there's a lot of things they got to improve on in the defensive running game. They didn't have depth there. They go into the portal. They get a lot of depth on the defensive line. Offensively, Jane Daniels has to attack down the field at times. There's just too many times he's he. I don't want to say he missed, but did not pull the trigger until later in the season. And then that's when you beat teams like Alabama and, and so forth. So I give him a solid B plus. I'll tell you what. I don't know if outside of Louisiana it's mentioned enough, but the improvement the offense made from game one to the end is borderline astonishing. It really is, Bill, and especially especially in, in throwing the football. You've got to give Mike Denbrock a lot of credit. They, and, look, people don't realize how much better Jane Daniels got as a passer. Now, did he miss some vertical shots? Yes. Who is the 70% completion percentage guy? Oh, and by the way, everybody's favorite wide receiver, Kayshawn Bouti, led the nation in drops and drop percentage. Bill, 13% of the time, if you threw it at Kayshawn, it was going to be a drop. So, and that's not just with Jane Daniels. They, they were led the SEC in drops. So they had so many more yards and points, Bill, that they left on the field that if they can clean up, it's going to get even better. So this offense, I think, is the best from a – I'm not going to say they're going to be the best offense in the SEC next year, but, Bill, they had the most returning offense, uh, running game and in the passing game. They returned damn near everything. So they're going to be a problem. And now you have another year coaching – same coaching staff. There's a difference, Bill, when you have that many people returning on your team. And so I, I, I really do believe that they're going to be a problem even if Jane Daniels is the quarterback, because I think that he's going to work on that deep intermediate passing game, which is going to make them even more deadly. And, Bill, here's the thing. LSU stopped, and I talked, you know, but I talked to Tim Brock a little bit about this. I'll just throw this out there. Bill, they didn't go any – they did not go hurry up from Tennessee, the Tennessee game on as much as they wanted to because they did not have the defensive depth, which they couldn't rotate guys in and out. They, because of the lack of scholarship guys that they had on the team. So, Bill, when they started going up tempo, the teams, the teams that they did that, Bama, uh, uh, Georgia in the second half, they've had a lot of success. Hey, Blake, literally 10 seconds. Mason Smith's on target to be back with that knee, right? Everything good? Yeah, bro, he, uh, he could be back for spring. Okay. Tell everybody how they get your stuff. AYS Sports across the board. Check out our SEC show, Rafino and Joe show, premiering twice a week. All right, man. See you next week. Thanks, Bill. Go Tigers. Catch in about an hour. Jeff Ketchum, Orange Bloods. Oh, there's more drama at Michigan. Did you see this? Yeah, we'll get to it. Little drama. I can't help it. into our routine with daily Tennessee jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one, and two, and three, and four, and five. Let's go. All of us Tennessee.